0: Over the last couple years, I've done several videos about Brighton and it's time to do an update because a lot has changed. If you're considering a move to Brighton, Michigan, I suggest you wait and hear what I have to tell you. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. What's going on everyone, Andrew McMadamon here, a Michigan realtor helping you buy, sell and invest in the wonderful state of Michigan, so if there's ever anything you need, don't hesitate to reach out. As I mentioned, Brighton has been making quite a lot of changes over the years, and if you're considering a move there, it would be beneficial for you to hear these things to make the most informed decision possible. Think of this as a new and improved guide and everything you need to know about living in Brighton, Michigan. Be sure to stick around until the end because your wallet will thank you, I promise. For those of you that don't know, Brighton, Michigan is located located in southeast Michigan in Livingston County. It's pretty much centralized between Detroit, Ann Arbor, and Lansing, which makes any commute a relatively easy one, especially with the on and off ramps of US 23 and I-96 hugging the city. As someone who has spent nearly 25 plus years in this fine city, there's a wonderful downtown being reconstructed, which I'll talk about later, the public schools are among the best in the entire state, and the city's atmosphere gives off a a modern but historic feel that caters to so many future and current residents out here. There's everything from vibrant on-trend shops to parades upscale dining and boutiques to having a slice of natural beauty with some peace and quiet. I have helped several of my clients move to this fine city and it's truly one of a kind spot with a never ending list of pros and a minuscule amount of cons. As far as things to do and what Brighton is known for, the list can go on and on and on, so I'll be sure to link a few resources in the description in case I miss a few. First and foremost, there's the downtown area that surrounds the Mill Pond, where there's easy access and walkability to all the locally owned businesses. The Imagination Station, which is a huge wooden playground for people to play on near the Mill Pond. There's a theater next to the pond and bridges to cross. Places that pique some interest are Lou and Carl's, the bar on the corner of Main Street, Brighton Bar and Grill, Brewery Becker, Jack's Custard and Cakes, my friends at Brighton Coffee House and Theater, you need to watch my Brighton Coffee Places video if you haven't, Bourbons, Lynn's on First for Breakfast, Captains on Main, which is new, Quesa Tequila, which is new, and the Reserve Steakhouse. I mean, I could name every restaurant on the strip, but I want your imagination to run a little wild instead. Then of course, we have Mount Brighton, the ski and snowboard hill that brings a lot of -of out-of-towners this way. There's also Kensington Valley Ice House, where I've played hockey my whole life and continue to do so today, as well as some nearby golf courses, Metro Parks, Green Oak Village Place for shopping, the lakes of course, campgrounds, and so much more. So what's new and happening in Brighton? Well if you haven't been around lately, it's changed its name to Orange Barrel City. Kidding of course, but they they might as well, with all the construction happening downtown. Just three weeks ago, Main Street opened up after being closed for a year or so to make some significant infrastructure improvements. It was a hard time for local businesses, some businesses have actually shut their doors, but other business owners have pulled through and are thrilled to see it back open. Brighton has been an area that has been growing at an extraordinary rate. This is my hometown and the growth has been insane to see. So you would think the city of Brighton would expand, make the area just a little bit more traffic friendly, but they did the exact opposite. On Main Street, they actually made the streets a little tighter in hopes to slow the traffic down a little bit, made the sidewalks wider, and placed more lights to create a better experience for Brighton's residents. The goal was to create more foot traffic and that's exactly what they did. What else is new? Well, in Green Oak Township off of US 23 is the Green Oak Village place. Over the years there's been an extreme amount of turnover and I'd assume it's because the leases are ungodly high there. As of the beginning of the month, three new tenants have hopped in Green Oak which is Dollar Tree, of course extremely popular in Michigan to say the least. X-Golf, an indoor golf simulator, and a patient center family medicine practice. With, with these new tenants, I'd say it would bring a good chunk of people, especially X-Golf, those simulators are few and far between, and with winners here, outside play is a, is a no-go. As far as projects in the works, there's still a few more buttons to tie up in downtown, but as of upcoming projects, MDOT, or Michigan Department of Transportation, met last month to go over a new plan to reconstruct the I-96 interchange, which has been one of the larger headaches for Brighton residents for getting on and off the interstate. It wouldn't begin until probably late 2024 and it wouldn't be complete until 2027 so that may be a rerouted disaster for a little while but long term it will be okay now let's talk about how important location is in and around brighton and why it matters to your wallet if we pull up a good old trusty map here by the way i made this drawing by hand isn't it pretty i'm sorry for those of you that are listening this is actually a work of art as you can see we have the city of brighton in red genoa township in orange Brighton Township in green, Hamburg and Hamburg Township in yellow, and Green Oak Township in blue. All these areas have Brighton addresses within them, so it's important to think about when it comes to property taxes. But also to get a little more educated about Brighton and its surroundings, really. And for those of you that are like, what in the city township nonsense is going on here, I'll link a video in the description that touches on what's happening there. In all my videos pertaining to Brighton, I say Brighton is this, Brighton is that, well all these areas can take advantage of Everything this wonderful city offers, while not being all that far away. I mean, you're you're really in Brighton's backyard, really. Hi neighbor! Hi neighbor! With that being said, I want to tackle all these different prices and tell you what that means for property taxes. Looking at this graph of the city of Brighton, it shows the average sale price over the last three years, which was a 6.5 percent increase year over year, coming in at just over $355,000. In a tax perspective, we'll look at the Michigan property tax calculator, punch in $177,500 for section 1, which is half of the average sale price in the city, and go through the prompts of county, city, and school district to find that a $355,000 home would have an estimated tax amount of over $7,300 as a primary residence at a millage rate of 41.42 and over $10,500 for a non-primary residence home with a millage rate of 59.6. If we take a look at this chart for the average sale price of the four townships in the first map I showed, blue being Genoa Township, green being Green Oak Township, yellow being Hamburg Township, and red being Brighton Township, we can see the progression over the last three years and see the increase in prices year over year, while Green Oak Township actually dropped 2.5%. Next, I'm going to take 50% of each of these sale prices to get the amount for prompt one on the tax calculator and go through each briefly to show the differences in how much more or less you could be paying being just a few short miles down the road, based on the average sale price for the area. And I know what you're thinking, this stuff isn't incredibly exciting at all, but it's worth looking into, especially with where inflation is. Keep in mind that the millage rate calculator is based on 2022 millage rates, so they could have fluctuated a couple points based on the services they implemented or removed in each of these municipalities. Starting with Genoa Township, we have the amount for $229,012. Half the average sale price, same county and school district. It pumps out an estimate for five thousand five hundred eighty-one dollars with a millage rate of twenty-four point three seven and a tax amount of over ninety-seven hundred and a millage rate of forty-two point five five for non-homestead residents. Next, we have Green Oak Township with an estimated tax amount of six thousand and sixty-eight dollars and a millage rate of twenty-eight point one six and a non-homestead tax amount of over ninety-nine hundred dollars. And a millage rate of 46.34. Next, we have Hamburg Township with an estimated tax amount of 5986 with a millage rate of 27.16 and a non homestead tax amount of $9,992 with a millage rate of 45.34. Lastly, we have Brighton Township with an estimated tax amount of $5,838 and a millage rate of 24.46 and a non-homestead tax amount of $10,176 and a millage rate of forty-two point six four. As you can see, the taxes are relatively close to one another but can definitely make a huge difference depending on the price of the home you decide to go with, so do yourself a favor and consider that before you commit to an area near Brighton. You may be wondering, why is the city of Brighton have a millage rate nearly double that of the townships? And the answer is due to the city offerings. Just like in a village for example, cities tend to offer more public services, whether it be street cleaners, firemen, police officers, schools, overall downtown maintenance. These things require additional funding, hence why the taxes are more expensive. With all this in mind, be conscious of where you move to. For example, my parents live in Green Oak Township, they are saving quite a bit on property taxes. They are located 5 minutes away from downtown and are situated on an acre of land which is another thing that isn't always possible when located in the city of Brighton, since it tends to be a little bit more close-knit, and the homes that are on more property are oftentimes situated on a busier road instead of a subdivision, or they cost more money. So that's just something to keep in mind. If you're looking for a home in and around brighton i wouldn't cross these areas off your list by any means because the taxes are a little bit more i'd include them all in your search based on your budget and see what it can get you maybe it's a home on minimal acreage in downtown brighton you can just take a few minute walk by sidewalk or maybe it's a home situated in an established neighborhood on an acre or two but it's more like five to ten minute drive without sidewalks These may be little things to consider, but worth thinking about depending on how you value and prioritize the downtown area. Me for example, I grew up 5 minutes away, like I said, without direct sidewalks to downtown, so I wasn't going downtown too often and biking along a busy street wasn't always ideal, but I'm someone who also enjoys having a little bit more space, being more of a, a homebody so this worked for me. It may not be for you of course. As far as setting some expectations for buying a home in the area, the average age of a home in Brighton is 34 years old or a home built in 1989, and if you don't know the most popular home style during that time, it was a two story colonial. So there tends to be a fair share of those here in Brighton. Some are updated, some still have the orange shag carpets, I know some of you might be thinking because my clients are. What about the new construction opportunities? And when we factor in the city of Brighton and the townships, there's a good chunk of not only new construction communities, but some of those one-off builds as well, ranging from 319,000 two bedroom, two bathroom with just under 1,500 square foot condo in Brighton township to a $1.625 million country French ranch with three bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms, With just over 4,600 square feet on one, a little over one acre in Genoa Township. There's 40 plus options as of recording this video so if you have any interest please don't hesitate to reach out and I can definitely send some options over to you. The last aspect I want to touch on is transportation. I have been getting a lot of people commenting about public transportation on my other city videos so I wanted to make sure I included the options here when talking about Brighton. The most common form of public transportation is through Livingston Essential Transportation Services or Let's And I can link to their routes where they have an app and it makes it all just a whole lot easier. Then there's Mass Transportation Authority which will depart from Silver Lake Road Park and Ride in Green Oak Township which I will link to their routes as well. Then there's People's Express that picks up people from Brighton and nearby Whitmore Lake to go to Ann Arbor typically for the hospital. And again I'll link all those in the description for you.